We just wanted to put these robes on and have a little talk with you. Have a little time. What are you doing? Where you at? He seems like a teabag too. What? I also don't respond to his personality traits. There could be no possible way that Bruno Mars is a D-bag. Oh no, no, not him. Pack. Oh. Anderson. Anderson Pack. What? No. D-bag. No. I just I guarantee you he's not a nice human. <laughs> what makes you say that? Oh, he looks at me in the camera. <laughs> and he's just all too confident and he's not saying anything of substance. What you doing? Where you at? Oh, you. I'm like, play. I don't buy it for one second, Mister. <laughs> I didn't press record, but this looks fine. Okay. Where you at? Where you at? You got plans? You got plans. Ow, my eyelashes hurt. <laughs> oh no, you're allergic. No, I hope not. You're allergic. These are new lashes, so maybe maybe they're fine. But you have eyeliner and I actually don't. Blue. I don't have eyeliner. It's just the you lash. Don't? Yeah. Thank you. Really <laughs> it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Good. Wait. Good afternoon and welcome back to Ladies Doing Stuff Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie. We're doing this as official newscasters yes. now. <laughs> Oh my god, can we do the whole episode like that? Yeah, if we want to lose all the listeners, I think that'll, <laughs> that'll be fine. I think it's a new twist. It's a new spin. Man. That's what this episode is all about. New. Newness. Yeah, so the reason why I just forgot what I was about to say mid-sentence is because I overthought it. Oh. And part of what I'm trying to get past uh, in this new era <laughs> of growth is trying to stop overthinking. I calculate every move in the future and I calculate the possible reactions backwards and forwards and then I'm tired before I even do anything. Before you even attempt to do the thing. Speaking of which, I'm Amber Elena. It's Amber. And this is Charlie. I'm Charlie. I didn't even introduce myself because I overthought you, good afternoon. Be overthinking. <laughs> oh, is that where it started from the very beginning? I'm just giving a concrete example. I figure we know each other by now. I don't have to tell you anything, right? Can we just acknowledge how like cute we are, like kind of matching? It's cute. I mean, this is I'm a, sorry, just... another YouTube video moment right here. Yes. But she had like a kimono floral robe and I was like, well, I have to wear a kimono floral <laughs> robe. I mean, and we spontaneously both wore green Dang. shirts and blue jeans. So, you know, yes, this is what we do in line <gasps> with the growth theme. Yeah, I think we were just subconsciously embodying growth and green and new and fresh. Yeah, and we're here. I am so trying to feel fresh, though, mm. and I continuously like. Y- y'all gotta excuse me this episode because I am I'm in a place I'm in a growing place. They say growth is uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. You're you're planted right now. You're buried underneath, and you have all that dirt on you. And you're like, where's the light? I can't find my way out. Ah, ah. You should see this, guys. And then pretty soon you'll be like a little sprout. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. Uh, I have to be honest, my prison is self-inflicted mm. most of the time. So there's really nothing like so terrible going on. But but all of my masses of obligations that are all important, that all absolutely need to get done. Mm. And I don't even have any children. So you tell me how all of this happened. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, let's not include those in the mix because. Oh, yeah. Just add one of those on top. In a way, though, I feel. No. I, stop no. it. Stop. Well, hear me out. <laughs> I feel as though, like, if I had children or a child, if I had child, single, 
I speak as a as though I do not have. <laughs> I speak as though I do not know. <laughs> um, if I had a singular human of my offspring, I feel as though it would simplify so many of my choices mm. that it would almost either create less stress. Please explain. Because how does having a kid simplify your choices? It's like, no, you absolutely don't get to record a podcast and uh, you have to take that extra promotion. You have to work those extra hours. You have to take that opportunity to provide for your family. And you have to be home at this time. You don't have to set work-life boundaries. You don't have a choice, my dear. That sounds You must awful. do best for this human, you know? Mm, no, Part- I, don't, I don't understand. Oh, really? Part of me feels like, you know what? That could work because I could just pawn everything off on them and just be like, I have to do it for the for the kid. <laughs> yo, yo, my kid is at home waiting for me. I haven't been home in two days. So, yeah, I just got to go. Back. It's actually the kid's fault. I haven't been home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so that was maybe not my best argument ever, but I'm not on my game. <laughs> so I we've established this. we are not in the best of spaces because we're buried right now. Yeah. You don't seem buried. You seem like you're floating on lush green leaves. So this episode, (laughs) we're talking about the spring equinox. This is a time to plant the seeds of fruition, right? So what do we want? What do we want to bring to life for the next year? What do we want to work towards? And how far have we come? Okay, yeah. I told her anytime she brings in the word equinox and it has nothing to do with the gym membership, she's going to have to leave the conversation. (laughs) I'm like you. You took you talk about your equinox. And you can- I don't know, dude. There's like equinoxes and solstices. I think equinox means seasons, and solstice means like sun and moon and so. I don't know. I'm not. There's, I'm not that deep yeah. into it. I, I there's equinox. There's soul cycle. There's Peloton. So, can you not? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. What's your Peloton? Are you a? <laughs> are you a cycle? Are you a cyclist? Can you stop it right now? Do you want me to read what the spring equinox is all about? Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. I just assume that horoscopes, equinoxes, and I mean, yeah, solstices they, all they do intertwine. Go together. Do I know? Any of it? No. You may not know, but like if you just went around in your robe and just been like, yeah, I mean, the spring equinox, the spring equinox. is here. So if you just want to pay me 25 bucks a session, I can help you kind of unlock what's inside. We I'd could... be like, oh, you would pay I me guess... $25 to unlock your spring equinox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she obviously she she seems like she's floating and she knows what she's talking about. It's so. the flowy clothes. It this is, is the flowy clothes online. We'll get into that. Oh, I yes. digress. That's what I'm saying. Like maxi dresses and yeah, robes. It's, it's easy to it's oh, easy to create. God. So I think it's totally doable as long as I have like the free time. hands and we'll mind. Just get you in, like more limbs, maybe. Maybe yeah. you do need a kid so it can do its labor, like <laughs> do your hard labor. Again, we speak as though we do not have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use it to simplify my scheduling. You're trying to use it for a uh, illegal for- child labor. <laughs> I mean, we got to get this done somehow. I don't know what else you want from me. I actually really like kids and I work with them every day and I think they're fun and awesome. I just don't have any. I don't hate kids. I would like a child or actually I want a lot of kids. Is that surprising? No, no, I could see it. I feel like we're going to end up there. Where? And then we're on our commune. Yeah. I mean, that's what it takes. I'm trying to keep her in California at all costs, guys. And, And I'm trying to get you out see the bigger Mm, picture i don't think so 
Or at least have a second property. Let me read you the spring equinox. Yeah, go okay. for it. A celebration and sacred symbol of fertility. This season is equivalent to a collective rebirth, a cosmic revival, and a new beginning. Are you ready to spring forward? A new day is upon you, but you'll have to leave a part of you behind in the process. The spring equinox is a highly anticipated event around the world, which makes sense after a season that is symbolic of darkness. So, wow. Wintertime. Gloomy. COVID. COVID. Lots of COVID happening. (laughs) Now it's springtime. There's vaccines and shit happening. We're coming out of the darkness. We're reviving ourselves, reviving humanity. But also... I think also discovering who we are and who stepping into who we want to be. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Mm -hmm. Equinox or no equinox, I'm definitely feeling that. (laughs) I mean, more and more I've become comfortable, kind of like what you predicted. Damn you. Damn you. Don't let me get my cards. I know. I guess she's going to pull out her tarot cards. (laughs) Um, You know, I feel like I'm getting more and more okay with being unapologetic. Mm -hmm. I'm a kind human. But I sometimes like cater to the people that I love to an extent that's not beneficial for me. Mm. So, yeah, I've been. How so? I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Okay. So stepping into being unapologetic, I apologize less Mm. or I I apologize differently, Mm. like at work. Um, You know what? This might be a forward question to ask, but is this a compensated opportunity (laughs) in which you are asking me to volunteer my time? Because I would love to help, however, however, <laughs> comma, I'm in a master's program. I'm also dealing with these new preparations and uh, transitioning from here to here. But I could consider this opportunity mm-hmm. if I knew what the pros and cons were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably just overexplained it, but I I should have just said, "Hey, do we get money for this?" <laughs> But, you know, you got to dress it you up. You got to put it, put the face on. You know what I mean? Via email, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah It's like, ah, you don't want to seem like a money grabber. But no joke. I just need to know, are you paying me or not? Yeah. Like, what's up? Were you getting paid or no? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. And I did take on the extra two hours a week. So. Oh, that's the tutoring? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, that's important because I feel like old us would have just been like, yeah, no problem. That's okay. And then meanwhile, we're like hanging on for dear life. Yeah. That was way back when, but I'm wondering what changed. Is it us getting older? Is it the stars aligning? Is it our environment? Is it the people that we're around? I think it's a combination of all of them. Mm. I also think, um, I guess, speaking for myself, I've taken enough L's mm. to know when I'm like setting myself up for one. <laughs> so That's very true. So I ask a lot more questions now. Um, if I'm just not sure if I want to do something, I've, I've been just saying I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> or hey I'm not sure I can take that on right now that's that's really good for work but for family you gotta oh. play it different you're like no hey uh are you gonna fly out here for Christmas we're all coming out here we're all meeting out there we're all coming are you coming yeah man I I uh <laughs> the I, California no I want to see you but <laughs> I don't want to see you there <laughs> so, so if you could just be here if you could stay here <laughs> just getting comfortable with saying no has been part of that that growth for me yeah yeah same here and also stepping up and I guess demanding what I'm worth hmm. same with like volunteering my time mm-hmm. or taking less pay just for the sake of I don't know like what am I doing this for what what was the purpose yeah 
like to suffer. I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. I heard something. It's like poverty is not a virtue. And I was oh, like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not a better person just because I decide to yeah. like or take less. Yeah. Like, oh, that makes me more humble and meek. Like, no, I deserve the life that I want. So I'm going to start stepping up and speaking up. And I've been doing that. And some opportunities have fallen through. And I'm like, thank you. That's good. Yeah. That sounds like something you didn't need. Exactly. Uh, no, I like that. I like <laughs> that. You know, I I don't know if you're listening to Derek Lane's podcast, but if you guys haven't listened to The Last Word by Derek Lane. Our big brother. Big bro. Big bro. <laughs> So, yeah, he did say something recently about a winner's circle and Mm. how, like, if you don't get something, it's just not for you. And you put yourself in a position, you name your price, you set your price, Mm -hmm. and you go ahead and claim that. Right. And it's not, it's a process Mm -hmm. because it's scary. It is very scary because... Especially if you're out and doing stuff on your own, right? Yeah. So you're an independent contractor or you're a new business. Um, you stepping up and risking losing clients or not having that business, you're like, shit, now I can't pay my bills or now I can't eat. Or like, what if you have a child? <laughs> you can't feed child, you know? It's so. true. It's true. But I think we have to deprogram that that thinking in scarcity. Like there's yeah. not enough to go around. Mm-hmm. Like it won't come back. There won't there will only be one opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh yo, Derek be dropping that truth right now. Bop. Yeah. Bop bop. bop, bop. Truth bop. Bam. Do you remember his his uh, intro lyrics? The micro I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Let me try again. Let me try again. It, it's like the eight mile Eminem. Can you imagine if he just like, no, 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 I messed up. <laughs> I need to try again. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Okay. Warm up my tongue. I don't know how he does it. Do you want to play it? I can play it. I can play it. No, I got this. Okay. It's like double dutch. I got to jump in. Hype <laughs> me up. All right. The microphone checker, you better respect her. I came up from nothing to something. Oh, I don't Opinions remember rebuttal. It. Okay, Derek, you got to help us out. You talk really fast. It was really fast. It took me a few listens. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to learn this. And then I like did that voice recording. That's because I just listened to it. And I'm like, okay, remember, remember. No, but the beat is hot. Yeah, I, I literally need like the, the yellow dot jumping on the lyrics so that I can see what happens next. What is this, MTV? The microphone checker, you better respect her. You came up from nothing to something. Nothing to something. <laughs> In karaoke, you can get away with it. You're yeah. like, get to the hook. Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up. But yes, yeah, spring equinoxes, uh, planting seeds, growing them, taking the time and effort to work towards something. So what's something that you want to plant and you want to see grow? You know what? I, I feel like I almost spend too much time and energy thinking mm-hmm. about the seeds I'm planting, how hard I'm working, why I'm going back to school, why I'm taking on extra hours at work at a job where I already work outside of instructional hours, mm. you know? Like mm-hmm. I I feel like I focus so much on that, it actually creates stress. I'm trying to focus on I guess a seed I'm trying to plant and grow is the one where I'm just here. Mm. <laughs> Living my Life. Living your best life. And kind of appreciating the day-to-day journey. It's always going to be like that. Like, I'm always going to have a goal that I reset, that I chase, that I hustle for. It's always going to be like that. Yeah. But I'm like, I really need to get better at enjoying the journey. 
Why do you feel that you need to get better at it? Like, what was the shift to where you're like, I don't want to stop. I mean, I don't want to continue worrying about the future as much as I do now. Uh, professional help therapy. Oh, so <laughs> someone I'm, else had to point it out. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, it helps when someone points your patterns out mm-hmm. and like the way you think. When we see our patterns, we really do get the chance to grow. That's and- very true because we don't know what we're doing right, and it's it sounds silly, but if we're like here in our little bubble, how are we gonna get a bird's eye perspective on how it's affecting our entire life? Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your your people could help you with that, too. Not saying everybody. Some people like are firmly against therapy. Black people. <laughs> cough. Cough, cough, cough. Cough. <laughs> I still need to. Go. I, I would like to go to therapy. I was doing hypnotherapy for a little bit, but I think it would be something really enlightening to talk to someone. Although I talk to myself a lot and I feel like I got some pretty good answers because I feel like I'm always growing. You are always growing, but. Ourselves are (laughs) always an echo chamber. Like we're always, you can't know, you know what you know. That's true. I don't know what I don't don't know. know. That's very true. You guys feel me? You guys feel me? Is this podcast making sense to you right now? (laughs) I feel like this is the most hypothetical we've ever been. (laughs) We're like spring planting, Derek Lane, rapping. Equinox. Karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's very true, but. I mean, I've been having some realizations. I think I told you I was like, I realized that I was still operating on a frequency of trauma. Mm. And a few weeks ago, I had this crazy meltdown. I was just feeling very, very insecure about my looks, about my weight. My career is always going to be something that I'm insecure about, right? I just found out that my little cousin just purchased a home. She's like, 20 maybe she's hooking she's on the pole she's hooking i'm just playing i don't know her. i don't know her so i don't feel bad but i'm just like dang like come on i know um, i know i know you know but that day um it took me a couple of hours of crying to realize like dang i'm still like back there and i think i was trying so hard to push through like no you're not that person or work just work through it but i didn't really work through it mm. I just got past it. I wasn't really learning the lessons or taking the time to actively work on myself and be the person that I want to be. It was I was just letting things happen and still kind of operating. Yeah. I feel like you're really good at like taking the blows, absorbing Mm. them and, you know, putting Vaseline all over your body and letting it slide (laughs) off you. Like, you know, I got punched, but it slid off me, though. You can't touch me. Like, ha I'm like, <laughs> slipping. What, what's that character on Family Guy? He's like the oily guy. He'd be like naked running around. What's oh. his name? Does he have a name? I don't know. It's oily like man. Slip Rick or... <laughs> Slip Rick. <laughs> <laughs> growth. <laughs> Everything's growth. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I think those were important lessons that I had to learn. And I was feeling that funk for a while. And I'm like, oh, I'm evolving because shit was uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, this is something I got to address. I thought I was good. I don't want to be this person. Yeah. Growth. Yeah, dude. I I was like, I have nothing to be upset or anxious about. Mm. Like, why are you you tripping, man? Why are you feeling this way? You got, you know, food to eat. You got a place to go. You got, you know, we have everything you need. So I'm like, why am I still always looking to the next thing? Why? Uh, Have you figured it out? It's just not. It's not where I want to be. 
But do you feel like you're behind in life? Um, sometimes I feel like that when I think about the initial plans that I had for myself mm. and how they kind of shook out between changing careers in my 20s um, and I guess all the relationships that I thought were going to be more than just relationships. And, mm. you know, it's just that it's really not different from anybody else in the transitions they go through in, in their 20s. But then, you know, being black, you know, yeah. Being black in corporate America. You know, I'm just going to go, guys. I <laughs> I just, just, there's something in my eye. The damn lashes. <laughs> Are you okay for real? Oh, no, I'm fine. Oh, okay. Ow. Actually, now it hurts now that I'm thinking about we it. We have, like, red eyes. Really? They're getting red and oh, watery. Geez. Maybe you should just take this out. Maybe. Jesus Christ. Pause. Well, I was feeling something. <laughs> and it really was my eyelash. <laughs> But I guess also the mental trauma of constant transition, too. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, didn't you say you were like, did we talk about this before on the podcast or was it just you and I? Were you so used to uh, transition that you were starting to crave it? And I'm not super duper special. Okay, it's still the, the changes that most people go through. But I don't know that. Many people that have somewhat stable living environments have had to, <laughs> to transition as much as I have had to do physically and emotionally. Yeah. I and, think because it was also be black. like, I mean, yeah, that's because <laughs> that's a big thing. So let's talk about that for a second, because we talk about race a lot and not enough. <laughs> there might be some people that was like, dang, get over it. But y'all ain't over it. <laughs> Corporate America isn't over it. There's still ways in which our skin color is like still an issue, even though we're professional, even though we code switch and we sound like this, guys. We come on. What what else do you want? Totally nail the phone interview. I have the voice. I got the wig. I have (laughs) the promptness. I just realized that I quite literally code switch. So when I'm in white spaces, I put on my wig. Mm hmm. And when I'm in people of color spaces, I'm like, yeah, fro is okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember back in 2015, you'd wear your ruby red lipstick to work. And then. Yes. Well, that was a must. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then just. I had to. Not on the weekends. (laughs) You get to be yourself for 48 hours. You better enjoy that shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Going, stepping into a corporate workplace. I, this is me trying to assimilate. And a part of me feels like shit for doing that. So there there are some times where I let my fro out, but it's in a rebellion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all going to see me <laughs> like I am yeah. a black woman. But no, I get that. I, I feel like I partially changed my career so I could be more myself. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. you weren't allowed to be yourself in the fashion industry. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Like, I'm, I'm actually a kind, ethical person. <laughs> And well, this is the opposite of that. Whoopsies. <laughs> Oops. Uh. I saw this video. It was um something talking about black women who are introverts and how we're pointed out and we're like, you know, people make an effort to get us fired because they don't know they don't can't re- they, can't, they read can't read us. Yeah. This is a hundred percent my story. I've lived mm-hmm. it. Um like I learned the vice president of a company was like trying to let me go, but she didn't have cause. So she just kept asking my boss, like, so how is that working out? Wait, which company is this? Can we blast them? 
Let's no. blast them. I, I am I am a kind, ethical person. Did you sign an NDA? Mm, I probably signed something. Did you take a severance? It's the kind of place that you quit and they pay you money anyway to stay quiet. So a severance <laughs> or a hush money. Yeah. No. I kid you not. Shut up. They're like, you're quitting, but do you want a thousand bucks? And I was like, yeah. So, yeah, I signed some stuff. God dang it, Amber. <laughs> Never sign it. I mean, but if you're ever looking to get some Los Angeles local yoga wear. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, they're, they are with a very, cute. very popular Instagram page. Mostly Just skinny white women. Blonde. Blonde, skinny white women who all look the same. Or maybe it's the same white woman. Anybody that's in Los Angeles is probably like and does yoga and wears yoga brands. And That's- pays over $60 for any type of yoga, anything? You know who I'm talking you about. You know. You know. <laughs> God, that was the worst work experience I've ever been through. Oh, and through- mine? <laughs> <laughs> Living vicariously through you. Yeah. When you would come home and, like, tell me, I was just like, I'm going to punch that bitch in the face. Like, this, this is just what it is. It was different points, too. I actually came back to work for them multiple times under different branches of the company. Mm. It was still rather uncomfortable, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, yeah and they're like, they're going to get you. F- or the, This video that was talking about black introverts in the workspace, especially women. Like, yeah, they're going to get you fired because they don't know what's going on in your black ass head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God dang. Like, you know what? I was going along to get along with you, bro. Like, what do you mean? For real. And I also- tried to be kind. One time I tried to make conversation with the VP in the kitchen. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? Like, she was just so surprised that I spoke to her that she didn't register that I was speaking. So I repeated myself. And I just assumed that she could speak because she was in the kitchen. And, like, it's a neutral space. Like, you're not holed up in your office. Right. But it's like she, she like, didn't register that I was speaking to her. And I did not stutter because oh. I knew I was speaking to a vice president. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, um, um. <laughs> right. But it's just then she just completely went on to her conversation with somebody else. Oh, I was like, my God. Good so talk. rude. And that's also what I experienced, too. I feel that non people of color are so rude or they just like lack certain people. I'm not going to say everyone. Certain people that I have dealt with. have It has always been the case that they were white women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like no, I, I call it bedside manner, but I guess like professionalism, like, hey, maybe don't speak so passive aggressively to me because I'm a human being. <laughs> you know, like I, I wouldn't talk to you like that. So yeah, why, why are you talking to me like that? Why are you treating me like that? <laughs> well, two things. One, when there's an overly aggressive non-person of color, usually female, this is one side I've had experience with. Like, they don't have to modify their behavior for another audience. Mm. It's not a requirement. So Mm. you thinking about how you're going to interpret this is not my concern. But as far as the passive part goes, it's a power play, number Mm. one. And and number two, it's like, uh, it's also playing the game. It's just being polite. It's like, now they could say that they've told you. And I wasn't mean about it. Mm. You know? But again. Like, I just told her the truth. I mean... This is what I said, and it's it's true, right? I've told you know you you know I've I've gotten myself fired. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you know what? Just I can say this now. I'm not in the cut industry. Me just cut like, me out. <laughs> like one step at a time. I've definitely shot my own feet. Like 
it was never like an Amber, get out of here. It was just like a, I made myself not fit into a point where it's uncomfortable for people to be around me. <laughs> and that was a choice. I, like, I prefer to go out in flames. Like, let's go, baby. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to fuck up your life. And then I'm going to leave and take the severance. <laughs> you remember when I told you like one passive chick was like, she literally talks like you were just imitating right now. Oh, nice. That was my last fashion job I ever had. I said, you know, sometimes when you're talking to me, I feel like it's condescending. And I just wanted to tell you what makes it uncomfortable for me. (sighs) She's like, well, sometimes when I'm talking to you, you say okay, and it seems like you understand, but then like you don't do it right away. So I'm like, did she get it? Oh, my God. And I'm like, I could understand how that could be frustrating for you. You know, I'm totally open, but I just wanted to let you know what makes it hard. Mm. Difficult. But clearly it, it went right back to you. Well, you're not receiving the way <laughs> I intended you to do. But that's what happens when you rip off the Band-Aid. Shit gets real ugly real quick. I know, I know, I know. Sometimes it's better just to keep that infected wound festering underneath until you find another job. Ladies, I'm just saying. Black, <laughs> just black keep ladies. It, keep it together for a little longer. Indeed.com. Doesn't have to be a dream job. Get out. Just get out. <laughs> Stack up and get out. Yeah. Because uh, that's not worth worth your, your happiness. And- it's all about growth, right? So how did we get on that topic anyway? I don't even know. But yeah, race relations, growth. Oh, and I was talking about like valuing myself, just me being in places to where I didn't stand up for myself. And, you know, poverty isn't a virtue. Mm-hmm. Um, being talked to any kind of way. Disrespect is not a virtue. I'm not going to tolerate that. <laughs> nope. I don't think so. I don't think you ever really did. Um, and it's just when it gets personal. Humans that you work with, you're so, like, kind and tolerant. Mm. But then in your personal life, you're like, I'll slit your throat. Does that work for you? Does it? Are you okay with that? Is that fine? Because I can slit it tomorrow. I can slit it Tuesday. I'll do it. And I won't even sharpen the knife. It'll just be, like, a slow, painful. It's really up to you, whichever one you want. <laughs> I was like, wow, I find that so interesting. I For me, it's, like, the opposite. So it's just something that I like to study in my mind while I'm overthinking everything else in the world. <laughs> while you're in your brain overthinking. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's because I need a peaceful work environment. I absolutely need everybody to get along. I don't need to be stressed out at work. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it was the Beverly Hills job. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where it started for sure, because that was my first taste. Actually, I lie. Bloomingdale's some shit went very white areas. (laughs) Continue. That's so crazy because you can do a good job. You can be good at what you do and shit still goes wrong. And I, there's also this thing where, have you ever been told to take initiative, but you took initiative and it was too much initiative? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have taken initiative and then, but I didn't do it right. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. No, you didn't do it this way. Like, okay, well, I'm trying to figure it out. You you told me to figure it out. I'm figuring it out. What do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I will provide you answers. I will provide you results. But if you don't like it, maybe you should do it. I don't know. I've done that before as well. Again, recipes to get yourself. (laughs) Slowly but surely. And the description will list every single way how to get yourself fired. For the record, I always quit first. Oh, right. Like, I know my limits. (laughs) You know, um, Amber... Do you have an eye for symmetry? Because I noticed like when you put the the poster on the board, like it's just a little bit crooked. Can you just fix fix it? Oh, 
first she asked me to fix it. I fixed it. Oh. Amber, do you have an eye for symmetry? Like, you know how some people have that eye and some people don't. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I thought I did. But if I'm not doing it correctly, I think maybe you should just kind of do it so I can see what you're talking about. Did she get silent? She said, (laughs) oh, that's even worse. (laughs) She did do it. But that was definitely me saying, bitch, it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm still in this office with you and I do not get paid. 10 p.m.? Long work hours, fashion industry. Oh, hell It wasn't no. every day, but it did happen. So. <laughs> it was, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I never really believed in astrology, but that's when I learned, like, Capricorns and Capricorns can't be each other's bosses. <gasps> oh. Like, I was her only Capricorn employee. Oh. And she was, like, my only boss. Like, I was her <gasps> assistant. You know. And I was like, this is not... This is not a good mix for both of us highly ambitious people that yeah. like to make sense of things. Headstrong. Speaking of which, you reminded me because you wanted to know what the spring equinox meant for Capricorns. Oh, spring. Yeah. Let's speak on it. Equinox. Take a glass of water. I need that. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Okay. That's done. Uh, there's an orange pillow that I figured your lumbar might appreciate. Actually, my lumbar and sacral are doing quite well. So, oh, great. thank you for your concern. Well, sorry, I was just trying to, you know. No, thank you for your concern. Oh, okay. Usually, when I'm saying things, it sounds like I have an attitude. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a thank you for your concern. Oh. However, do you have an eye for? <laughs> do you have an eye for visible sarcasm? <laughs> because it's not detectable right now, and I'm just wondering if it can be detectable. If that's how you feel. No, seriously. Thank you for your concern. Oh yeah, no problem. There was a period in time where I had a sore sacrum. I'm like, what's going on? I need a pillows. Mm. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I do. I catalog information. You do. I textbook overthinks. A lot of stuff. <laughs> a in lot there. of stuff rumbling around up here. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She needs to sit on the pillows. Yeah. Part of it was like the, the ticking clock in the back of your mind, like all the detours of your life and then the family you thought you had for yourself and every relationship that you decide to end or pause or, you know, create boundaries for. It's like puts you one step behind Behi- in that category. What's behind, though? Well, that's what I had to reframe. And that's part of my growth process is like, you're not on anybody else's clock, lady. Right. Although and it's so easy to put ourselves on there because we're just inundated with everybody else's success stories mm-hmm. or what we perceive to be success. Yeah. And then I guess I kind of think, too, I'm like uh, rumbling around up here. Like if you were to pull one thing out, I'm like, I'm blessed in that my grandparents are still alive. If I could just bust out a kid while they're still mm-hmm. around, they could meet their great grandparents. Oh, you know. So, yeah, that, that, that shit is fucking my shit up, man. Really? But I'm still not willing to pop out a kid with anybody, so sorry. All, all your applications have been reviewed and considered. <laughs> Revoked. However, Denied. we are not currently in the position to, as Derek would put it, fuck our whole shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I'm sure anybody would be willing to come and fuck your whole shit up. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? He's no. not wrong. <laughs> I've had I mean, some we takers. know a few people. Yeah, I've had some takers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, never. It never stuck. <laughs> we got out of there. Lots of transition. <laughs> oh, I was going to read spring equinoxes for Capricorn. Yeah, there we go. We were headed somewhere. Okay. The spring equinox 2021 will be the worst for these zodiac signs. Oh, God. Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 
You held that to the end of the podcast? <laughs> Sorry. Bro. It said, but the weirdness would only be temporary. Oh, you just skipped a lot of stuff. I saw you scroll. No, I scrolled back up. Okay. When the sun enters a fire sign, it tends to put the earth signs through the ringer, at least emotionally. Fire signs, I'm a fire sign, seasons highlight subconscious subconscious wounds and encourage inner healing for those born under Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So it's highlighting your subconscious wounds and encouraging critical inner healing. Capricorn, you will feel a deeply personal and sentimental shift. That's quite vague. The spring equinox is also when the sun enters your fourth house of home and family. This may leave you feeling like creating goals that are domestic by nature, such as redesigning your space or spending more time with your closest loved ones. However, it could also have you working through baggage from your childhood as you explore your roots. Did she just poke my third eye? (laughs) I don't like to be touched there. Don't be touching my third eye. (laughs) Now they're talking about WandaVision, which I don't understand. why they're well, it's already that. unpacked a lot for me. I think you have a lot of uh, childhood trauma. Thank you for saying that, friend. If you haven't realized that already. <laughs> yeah, I think that I started a podcast to unpack some of it over the last four years. Not sure if you've noticed. You don't talk a whole lot about it. You don't really talk about it. I don't think you talk about the neglect. I don't think you talk about your desire to overachieve because you want to be seen. And I feel like you have to. You feel this need to keep up with your parents, keep up with your older sister, not necessarily keep up with your younger brother because he can do whatever he wants, but you're just like in the center and everyone forgets you. So God I think damn. you, sorry, <laughs> I think, you, <laughs> um, hey, you can do me next. You can do me next. Oh God, whatever. we can just take gut punches to the heart. Gut, no, I love you. I say this because oh, no, I, I know, love you. I know. It's true. And we're working through some stuff. Like this I try is... to, Sometimes I try to downplay it, though, because I'm like, oh, my God, neglected. I had plenty of food to eat and plenty of shelter, right? But I guess there's some emotional needs that I am still looking to fulfill. I feel like I'm closer than ever. So there is a little truth to that, to that post or whatever you read from uh, Huffington Post. <laughs> was it? It was like Elite Daily. Oh, okay. Same thing. <laughs> There is a lot to that. But yeah, I'm slowly unpacking it. I don't really talk about it because I probably don't know that's the app that's working in the background, sucking up all my phone battery. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. the overachieving nature, I feel like I I gave that to me. But also I feel like, you know, my grandparents and my parents set a high bar in one way or another, all in different ways. And so I find myself trying to create my version and my place and contribute what I can in my way. Only thing is, I realized along the way, I'm not willing to sacrifice my ethics, who I am. I'm not willing to endure disrespect. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to do it while being myself. And I feel like that's the struggle that's happening. It's just being unapologetic, but also uh, trying to get what I want. Sometimes the two cancel each other out. That's very true. You know, like, oh, well, well. This power struggle mm. that's happening right now. And I I feel like I'm coming. It's a continuous journey, of course. But I feel like um, this portion of it is definitely coming to a close. And it's probably going to end with me being a whole human. You know, um, maybe not getting every goal crossed off of my list, but this feels more important. That's OK. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes we have to reevaluate our goals because. What our goals really is just a, a sum of all of the things around us that we think we want. 
I could see that. Like, what are our influences? Who told you to want that? Exactly. I mean, I can't unwant what I want. I still want what I want. <laughs> but um, at the same time, I'm just like, yo, you still got to be in a place where you can receive it. So mm. work on defining how you're going to handle it when you get it. You're right. Yeah, I think right, that's right. where I'm at. I feel it. For me, this season means me letting go of control. Apparently, I have control issues, which I didn't know. Do you think I have control issues? It depends on what we're talking about. Can I get Can I get more specific? Can I get a what, what? Can no. I get a specific example in context? I think you would say I have control issues when it comes to my how I'm perceived. Yeah, but I feel like you've gotten so much better. Like, I don't really talk about it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. She's gotten a lot better with that, guys. Well, then we're good. Sometimes she'll take a picture with me and she doesn't even have to airbrush it after. Sometimes. Sometimes. Or sometimes she'll be like, I don't like any of the options you sent, so pick whatever you want. <laughs> that is true. Growth. That is growth. Growth. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't I don't care. <laughs> it's that out is there. growth. But yeah, is that the only thing you feel like you're working through? I'm also working on evolving spiritually. Mm. I feel like I can do more active work daily, like rituals, like really embody this person that I want to be instead of letting, I would say, I'll call it laziness, but it's probably not that extreme. I'm probably just like mentally exhausted to where I don't feel like keeping up with everything. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But I I do want to step more into this role of being this profound healing professional. So I want to take the time to to work on that and to really embody that and to to dive a little bit deeper into my spirituality. I think one thing that could help, I think I told you this a while back, is a challenge. In order to heal others, you first have to heal yourself. So I think going back and listening to 2016. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to do that. 2015 podcast episodes of ladies doing stuff can really highlight your personal growth. I had asked you what I should listen to. Oh, okay. I think I told you, though, but I don't no, remember what No, you were like, just listen to it. But I want to hear... What specific? What you think Charlie should listen to and what she needs to focus on this spring equinox. I think you should listen to episodes one and two... Okay. ...of Ladies Doing Stuff podcast. I guess, no, technically zero. And, oh, zero, zero. And one. Okay. Okay, so the first one is just us starting this whole thing and just kind of shooting the shit and realizing oh you want to start this oh yeah let's do it um what i hope you see from that is just how open you are to new experiences and how beneficial that's been for you period the next one (laughs) spoiler alert we were planning my wedding that didn't work out uh but we talked a lot about relationships there and like what we were dealing with what we were accepting at the time what we were working through I stand by everything I said at the time. It's like a time capsule of your life, which I kind of appreciate about this show. Mm. It teaches you a lot about how you think when I listen back and kind of just help you realize how far you've come and also in ways that maybe we still are the same. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I think you can definitely embody all of that as long as, number one, you're not trying to be somebody who's on Instagram. And number two, you have to be whole and healed yourself. I agree with both of those things. Yay. Although you look beautiful on Instagram, I have to say. When uh-huh. I when I do peek on there, I'm like, oh, yeah, she bought her shit. Why am I here? Oh, yeah, I had to post something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I could be that person who's taking pictures for Instagram shit, but I just can't. I just I, I'm not that person. That's fine. I, I respect that. 
Yeah. I, I respect your process. <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where we're landing. Well, yeah, I'm going to listen to those episodes and see how far I've come. See what I continuously need to work on. Part two, guys. Part two. Part two. We uh we can check in on her her homework and see what oh. she's, you have to write it down. So you oh. remember your realizations. You have to like write it down. <laughs> it's like it's already out there. So okay, okay. It's whatever you grow past is like it's not like news. <laughs> like you already said it on the Internet. So. Right. OK, fine. <laughs> All right. Well, we've unpacked a lot here today, guys. I feel so. It wasn't crazy, sporadic all over the place. Right. Everything yeah. made sense. Okay. I think we're trying to convince ourselves now at this point. It made point. sense. It made this, sense. It made sense. It made sense. <laughs> it's okay with me. I am your host, Charlie Briggs, and this has been another episode of Ladies Doing Stuff Podcast. I'm Amber Elena, and I want to thank you for joining us tonight. I hope you had a wonderful time. We unpacked a lot. We talked about growth, growth opportunities, and it just feels like one of those trains that keeps on moving. You just got to hop on. Don't worry. The thing about growth is if you fall behind, you can always get back on. I love your 94.7 The Wave voice, and I want to have one of those voices, too. But I feel like a sex operator right now. Yeah, your, yours the gets inflection. really sexy. Why? Why do I, I got to Yours gets kinky. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> tap, tap. I'm out. All right, guys. Uh, this is Amber Elena. I'm Charlie. And this is Ladies Doing Stuff. The microphone checking, you better respect it. I came up for nothing to something. Hey! <laughs> I got it. I got it out that time. Just well, you're not thinking it. about it. Yeah, don't overthink. <laughs> this is Amberlina. I'm Charlie. All right. Have a good night. We're signing off. <laughs> Yay. One part. Word. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We love you, dog. <laughs> we love you, man. <laughs>